My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Well, there's uh, no sign of Ed Kelly. Uh, so, you know how I'm tinfoil Bob because I believe in weird things that are actually true, but the rest of you who are brainwashed don't know about them? Yes, I'm aware So that's that. my tinfoil Bob. I hate it because you guys are the tinfoil. Uh, but, Reynolds rap uh, rivers. That's actually. Uh, anyway, um, we need a nickname for Ed now, and I think it's narcoleptic Ed. This well, a the, growing boy needs his rest. Well, this will be the third time he fell asleep when we were recording the podcast. Literally the third time. And then there were other times that he forgot the day, which is fine. I could do that. But narcoleptic Ed is not here. Well, he's yet to ap- actually not off during the program. That's correct? true. That's true. All right, so that's coming, though. That that's, in, that's the cliffhanger <laughs> for season two. All right. So uh, it's Bob and Zip here. Uh, and we did. Ed may join us. I sent him the email invitation. Um, but I have a feeling he's out for the count. I'm not that aware of narcolepsy. I mean, I, I realize it. So it just strikes you whenever, correct? You're not able to stay awake, okay. essentially. Right? This is the part where Zip thinks I was talking about a serious disease. It's just, I mean, I don't know what narcolepsy, it's just you sleep. Right. But Well, it, it is. It's You have a tendency to just drop off at the wink. Right, like, of a hat. like in the middle yeah. of a conversation. Yes. Could be, but no, not, I'm just giving him a name. It's like Lion Ted Cruz or Flying Ted Cruz. What's your nickname, Zip? I don't know what it would be. Mm. Uh, porn stash Zip. Fr- it's going to be Porn Stash <laughs> Zip unless you come up with a better one. Porn Stash. You've always had All the right. Porn Stash. By the way, when you were younger, it was because Tom Selleck was huge, right? I guess. I don't recall. I've always had it. It's always been, you know. In my wheelhouse. But didn't you have like a, a porn stash mentor? Who who was it that you looked at and said, that's the look for me? I just recall in the 70s, everybody had as much facial hair and hair growth in general mm-hmm. as you could, as you, could uh, you know, throw on there. I love looking at the 70s album covers with these I, guys, man. I mean, the So Tom you just went to the facial hair. So you didn't realize the whole um, Tom Selleck tie-in or anything like that. You know, I, just, was more, I was more enamored in the early days of the mutton-chop sideburns that the Allman <laughs> Brothers The Allman Brothers. Allman Brothers, that's it. Okay, that's it? That's uh, look, where it we, started. We all try to look like our mentors, I think. Mm. Which doesn't say much. I mean, Greg Allman was a fantastic musician and a great guy. Role model, mm. not so much. Well, you know, he's your dad long enough to make a sperm donation. That's how long he's your dad for. <laughs> That's his commitment to and, raising his and, kids. And if you don't know where donation. he is, check the local rehab center or the local oh. mortuary because he's passed away. He lived, he lived long enough, though, right? How, how old was he? He, uh, let's see, is 70 ish. Yeah. You know, I mean, and t- he also, but I mean, yeah, he, uh, he had trials and tribulations. I mean, not many people abused himself as he's up there with Tyler, Tyler and Perry. I mean, they, they are walking miracles that they're still alive. Who's Tyler and Perry? Oh, Steve Tyler and Joe Perry. Oh, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And Keith Richards. I mean, I, I have this friend who chain smoked. Oh, I don't know. Probably three packs a day. 
And he's a radio guy, and he's a famous radio guy in Seattle, and some people listening will know who I'm talking about. He was a good guy, uh, uh, really kind of the best. And we became friends, and I would look at him, and I would go, God, you're in your 70s already, and you still change. He was like, yeah, I'm one of those people that, uh, no problem, smoking doesn't hurt me. And and I believe him to this day, by the way, because I think he passed away at, I don't know, 86 or something like, you know, a respectable... I don't know what you think is a respectable age to pass away, but for me, if I beat my parents, you know, in terms of time spent, then I did okay. And if I beat them by a decade, good enough. I mean, I don't expect that much from my DNA. But anyway, this guy, this guy, um, he used to tell me his secret to success was to smoke all day. And he was thin and he only ate once a day. And it was the opposite of what, you know, dietitians will tell you to eat small balanced meals throughout the day. He was like, ah, that's no good. I, I, uh, I starve myself all day and then I have the biggest, fattest, enjoyable meal and then I digest it overnight. <laughs> and again, some people listening will know who this is. I do a terrible impression of him. Uh, but he was also um, in recovery and um, he actually owned a chain of rehab centers. For alcohol? Yeah. yeah uh, okay. And um, and his ads made fun of 12-step programs. You don't want to join one of those wimpy 12-step <laughs> programs. Come here. We'll hook you up to some electroshock therapy and we'll zap that addiction right out of you in 24 hours. You don't have to be That stuck. doesn't work. We take yeah. in the next room and pummel the crap out of you. Yeah. You don't have to go to meetings for life. Anyway, what was funny about that is because of what I believe, it's not my job to criticize that. I'm like, people would ask me and I would say, hey, whatever works. If I thought someone could punch me in the face and I would get better, I'd say, please, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, more. I had to prostrate myself before the almighty and, uh, and go to meetings for, you know, years and years and still occasionally drop in on one so it it does make you question the the, you know the whole era that we grew up in my father uh, was extremely heavy drinker and smoker his entire life and it did get him in the end i mean it uh well although yeah and, and when you were growing up and your dad is chain smoking and drinking that to you was normal correct well, certainly being around, yeah, my mom smoked, uh, everybody smoked. Yeah, so you didn't think of that as like anything that, you know, was going to take them or, you know, that you should try not to, it didn't even occur, right? Yeah, I mean, nine out, out of ten doctors prefer Teratin <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're charcoal filter charcoal or whatever filter. it was, you mm. know. Uh, and, and then real men smoke non-filtered camels. That's what well, I, that's the message I got in high school. I had this friend Bob Baker, and uh, he was Citizen of the Year, by the way. Uh, and uh, I've lost touch with him. I don't even know if you you know. This is the weird time of age where you go. Yeah, I know. wonder if that guy's still on the planet Earth. And then you look, and they don't have a Facebook page. Um, but you know, not everybody. I guess I don't know. You anyway, know, he would smoke. Of, he would. I'm sorry. He would smoke non-filtered Camel cigarettes because anything else was just wimpy. 
Well, if I recall correctly, uh, D-Day, right? Normandy, when when uh, the, they sent the American troops. In. Okay, part we're not of, that old, Zip. We're not as old. I, as no, but I'm yeah. just saying, I read somewhere part of the emergency kit that these guys parachuted into France um, was like two cartons of like Lucky Strikes. That was part mm. of the regular, like K-rations and Lucky Strike cigarettes. Wow. So uh, I, it blows my mind well that. anything you can give to a soldier to calm his nerves <laughs> is money spent well right i guess but i the over the lasting medical effects we didn't really look that far oh, again, gosh, no. evidently no no but not on, and even then we were in you know big denial uh, all right so back to your friend you were telling me the radio guy with the Oh, the one, well, he was, he was, and by the way, warm, uh, dude loved by the community and missed by everyone. Uh, but when you look at his life, you go, he lived it the way he wanted to. And, um, and he had, um, you know, he didn't follow the Namby Pamby health, uh, messages of any of our time. (laughs) And, you know, and I think part of it is, you know, just good DNA. I mean, Mm. That's what I hope for, decent DNA. But my DNA is like, you know, everyone I know, uh, you know, let's put it this way. I'm an extra innings is what uh, Rush Limbaugh was saying for the last year, a couple years of his life. And another way to say that is every day is a blessing. I mean, for however long I have, I just want to soak it up because whatever happens afterwards... And I don't know what you believe. I believe that I'm stupid and I have no idea, uh, but that I hope and pray, as it were. But I, whatever happens, you know, this is, you know, let's put it this way. How not to sound too heavy. Um, this character that I created that is me, that's the final curtain, right? As, as Frank Sinatra sang. I guess, you know, you're always kind of jumping on my case uh, on the podcast about, you know, mentioning the fact that we're in advanced years. Yes. This is, you just did once again, see, we could have this, (laughs) you could have this discussion when you're 12. Okay. (laughs) You just, (laughs) well, no, somewhere in that, I don't know, late fifties or mid fifties, all of a sudden your mortality looms large except not with me i i've had this since i was six uh when i was six years there's ed kelly i just heard him was that yesterday (laughs) (laughs) i'm six now yeah Uh, uh, Ed Kelly, narcoleptic Ed. Uh, welcome yes. to the show. How are you? <laughs> no, I've got, no, I've got a handle. Thanks, Bob. I'll be brand no, no, well, for the rest I'm, of my days. Uh, tinfoil Bob, because I believe stuff that's true that the rest of you uh, have been brainwashed against. Yes. And I'm going to embrace it. And you're narcoleptic Ed. We need a name for Zip. You know, like Lion Ted Cruz. Something that sticks. How about the best guy on the show? <laughs> he, he suggested porn stash. Porn stash. Zip. Porn stash. Oh, man. That's a, you know what? That's debilitatingly uh, career risking is what that is. So we were just talking about the meaning of life and whether you get blessed with good DNA and you live to be 100 even though you chain smoke. Or, you know, whether you have the DNA that, you know, that you have to start uh, thinking about, uh, 
what they what, call nature versus nurture. The final curtain, yeah. What do you yeah. think? Tell, tell Ed the story of that guy you were just talking about, his regimen. Yeah. No, guy. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Ed was late, and he said, I'll have to why, go back and yeah, listen to the yeah, show. Yeah, that's good. Why should, I, why should I make everybody else sit through it again? Yeah, and you know what, Zip, he's just going to make me spend half an hour in the all-purpose room. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. It's not like hockey. So uh, what we had promised, actually, is that we would talk about, more specifically, the feedback from our Patreon uh, supporters. And, yeah. and, and that this is... Something that's maybe overdue is to tell the audience how much we appreciate them. Honestly, I, a friend of yours got a hold of me. He reached out to me. He's a real estate dude, and uh, he, he needed some help with his uh, getting his message out of it somehow. He wanted to incorporate some of the characters into a presentation that he was doing for his staff. He was hiring you to, for voice work. Well, he, 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 that was the intent, yeah. And I said, look, you're a Patreon. Let me throw you a freeb. Oh. And I laid, and I laid, yeah, well, you know, and I laid down a movie trader guy, and he was a big fan of Cheech and Chong, so I said, hey, man, all you guys, you gotta listen to this guy, because he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know nothing, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, so nice of you. Yeah, by the way, did just, you turn down the input yeah, yeah, to yeah. your mic preamp? Absolutely. You're distorting sorry, just a little night, bit. I know, I was doing Chinese characters for video games, and I was screaming, you had to turn it up screaming for... dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that? One more overmodulation, it's detailed. Attention for you, Ed. You're already in the all-purpose room. Okay, go ahead. Attention, students. This is Principal Heemroyd. Mr. Kelly will be doing an extension. Uh, detention in the all-purpose room for his copious uh, volume during this afternoon's uh, dissertation. Thank you. That is okay. all. Oh, that is all such right. a good principle. <laughs> so, uh, I forgot what what the uh, sequitur well, was. What I love sequitur? taking you off the rails. It's just what I live for, Bob. <laughs> should be you were talking heart. about yeah. the real estate guy, the free yes. to the Patreon. Yeah, and and he, he could not have been nicer. He was like, I'm, I'm sending this to my team. Thank you. We can't believe how well this turned out. It's just beautiful. Uh, thanks, thanks for making us laugh. Like he's just, and I had previously been making overtures to a local real estate outfit because I heard a guy talking about, um, he called them proud moldings or crowd moldings or something like that <laughs> during during the narration to the the real estate tour. And I thought, surely I can amp this game, you know. And I, I made overtures, and I have a digital assistant who, whom I've never met, but she she's in another part of the state. And I said, can you reach out to, to this this company and say, I can really do better for them. So, and, like, you have to, like, cold call people and say your commercial sucks. Well, I, well, you know as well as I do that in this game is 20% talent, 80% promotion, you know. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And, and if you don't market yourself, you are left to uh, flail in the wind, basically. You you can have all the talent in the world. And, you know, they say for every Stevie Vai, for every Ingve Mumstein, there's a kid mm-hmm. in a drugstore that, that's got mad chops but never gets heard. And... Uh, mm. I just, uh, yeah, I realized that you got to put you got to put feet under your voice, and you got to get out there and you, you network to get work, and that's just what I was doing. And the he, guy, uh, by the way, you're talking about the Patreon. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. I want to plug him. Okay, um, if he wants to be plugged, it's John Hurlbutt. Yes, is it his is. name. Great. I guy. just don't want to say 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 butt on the air. I, I don't want to you know. I keep forgetting the CRTC isn't listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the FCC, the, uh, the Canadian. You can take the boy out of Canada. Yeah. You and Zip do the same thing, by the way. Zip, I don't want to say we're old, but we're old. 
And you're like, I don't want to call attention to somebody's name like Beavis and Butthead, but his name is Butt in it. Ted <laughs> and I are starting a club in the all-purpose no, room. It'd be like, <laughs> that's just like, and I don't want to mention that Ed's uh, late again, but he's late. Yeah. Again, okay. the late uh, Ed Kelly, any John, day now. John wrote this. He said, I think Ed and Zip are amazing. Um, also, I use Jeff Kathan to do my carpet cleaning. That's our, our drummer friend, by the way, okay. from Paul Rogers. And uh, let's see, what else did he say? Um, he misses me in Morning Drive, but he totally, uh, he totally was into you two guys. Do you notice how he didn't say, <laughs> I notice that you, Ed and Zip, are amazing? He just said, I noticed Ed and Zip are amazing. Which is true. I basically I'm here really to be uh, stepped on so that other people can get ahead. <laughs> That's not my style. Right, here's another one. Uh, oh, Jenny oh. Jenks, a Patreon, says uh, to be honest, which is usually what people say when it's so true. To be honest, <laughs> I just started listening to the Bob and Zip podcast a while ago. I was bummed mm. when you, Spike, and Joe stopped doing yours. They, yeah, they were. I read that. I do enjoy them now. In other words, it was like at first it had a bitter taste, and I <laughs> wasn't sure. It was like liver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it helped with my regularity. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I got lots of nutrients. <laughs> anyway, she goes on, Jenny goes on to say, it's fun to hear Andrew. And I like the banter with you and the other guys. However, there is nothing like you, Spike, and Joe. So happy when they are on. Mm -hmm. um, also loved the interview with Casey. And then she talks about all she, of the... She knocked it out. She did, though. She, I don't even know the girl, but she knocked it out of the park. I fell in love with that girl. Oh, like, she's, yeah, yeah, big she's awesome. What a vocalist, too. Yeah. What a singer. Yeah, wow. she can sing. She's she got did, washboard wow. abs. A lot. Hey, I video. don't know, but uh, she, she just nailed it. Just, just yeah. so... Sp she sparkled is what she did. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, and Jenny also said, you've got to talk about the ending of Your Honor, which was the Brian Cranston uh, vehicle that's on Netflix right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to because these days, you know, people will, are still just discovering Breaking Bad. Bob, this is called a spoiler alert. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I don't want to give away anything about the ending. Of Jesse, turn up Bob and Zip. But I can't. Here, I'm old. The I'm a teacher. The question of the end about the ending of that is whether or not there could be a second season. Yeah. And the answer is, if there's money in it, we can bring back Spock from the dead forever. <laughs> I must take issue with that. But it's not. That's not like Brian Cranston doesn't die. See, I didn't no. mean to telegraph that. And neither does my career, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to another Patreon because I, I want this to be about thanking uh, the listeners. Yes. Um, here is Patricia McNeil. Oh, she was curious. See, someone wrote about me. Yay. Only she wants to know about my Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> you know your old when. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. She's actually curious. She says, uh, I looked up Lyme disease, and it seems it's caused by a specific bacterium that is transferred through a tick bite. That's tick, correct. Yeah. It's a bacterium. From Lyme, Connecticut. Which is the formal word for bacteria. Right. She says, I'm sure you know more that, about this than my Google search. And I, and I, <laughs> I would say, depends on how long you spent. <laughs> Your Google search. Yeah. Uh, the long-term neurological effects are what interest me from a potential target perspective that I might at least send on to relevant folk at, oh, is this somewhere where she works? 
Yeah, I think she's in healthcare. Anyway, so uh, since last March, I have found the TWIV podcast. So she's listened to us and TWIV. Do you know what TWIV stands for? I do not know the acronym, no. This Week in Virology. (laughs) Of course. Why did I not guess that? Oh, that's a vilf, I'll tell you, that Lyme disease. <laughs> this week in she virology. says, it's my only other podcast than yours. And that's the beauty of podcasters. Um, but so she does hope that coming out of COVID-19 will have attention for other uh, viral and bacterial diseases. And and by the way, that's, uh, that's a really a great observation. Uh, do you know that... Um, when when we do really dangerous and you know expensive stuff yes is when we come up with our greatest human inventions well like like the moonshot right right that the, the nasa space program right uh we, invented we got velcro yeah <laughs> invented microwavable meals i'm pretty sure i don't know uh but also uh, for example race car drivers yeah have contributed a ton to auto safety yeah, with their lives in some cases. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. And uh, in terms of diseases, this pandemic has resulted in the building of mega billion dollar uh, factories and, and labs to quickly solve issues with vaccinations. Right. And, I, and, and, you know, so some people are against vaccinations, but some people the anti-vaxxers are yeah. against everything. Right. <laughs> yes. But you know what? Uh, yeah. it, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, uh, well, well if, if I may, and I think uh, Zip can probably uh, echo the sentiment, but I'm getting a lot of scripts in from various and sundry uh, monolithic uh, health organizations that are, that are talking about more economic ways to provide health care, how to streamline, you know, reducing redundancies, which they, it was a bloated fat. Pig, Bob. Yes. Let's be oh, honest. Mm, the healthcare. But you system. just described America's brand perfectly. Bloated fat pig. <laughs> <laughs> I need to service mark that. Yeah. Bloated fat pig. Dot yeah. com. Yeah, that's my it third is portion that's my size. Third yes. podcast after this week in virology. Bloated fat pig. <laughs> I want the credit for that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, you can have it. Okay. Uh, and no, and all that it generates and in. Yeah. And I think that if anything else comes of it, and in, in full in full disclosure, I do not have health care. I do things a la carte. You don't have health care? I do not have health care. I went through a rough patch. And if you don't meet the, the minimum for SAG work, which there is none in Detroit, of like seven, almost six figures, oh. you do not qualify. You, you can't afford health care. But wait a minute. Doesn't Obama care for you? Um, n- no. You make too much I, money. I'm, Make too much money to afford yeah. Obamacare, but my expenses eat eat up so much that it you know uh, I, I I can't I think I'll be able to afford it when I start drawing. Don't you early. write off every time you open your mouth, even to put food in it? <laughs> I don't have quite, quite the. You're like the, this, the, You're this elite voice actor. Yes, I know. But and, I, I we yeah. all have down. We all have ups and downs in our careers. You know that. And there's good times, bad times. You know I've had my share. And, and, and there, there was a dip, and it, it just caused me to. Uh, you got I behind. I, yeah, and I. And How I, much and do I, you owe Mastercard and Visa? I don't. I two thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, okay, on, so you paid yeah. that off. Yeah, that's, uh, that's down. Yeah. I'm going to turn into that financial guy. What's the one with the? Um, well, I am financially illiterate. I admit this. Who's the dude? He is so good. He's like the the second biggest podcast in the world. 
and he's a radio guy who teaches people how to get into, uh, their finances under control. Oh, shoot. Oh, not... Uh, not Susie Orman. Not Susie Orman, because <laughs> yeah. if she's a guy, that's news. Rick Edelman? No, 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 no. Oh, oh the dude Bryce has, Delman. like, steps to get... Like, his first thing is to get you out of debt. Yes. Oh. Um, you know who I'm, I'm talking a, about. Yeah, I do. I do, actually. And if I have to that, look it up, he's the number one podcast on iHeartMedia. Yeah. Clark Howell? No. Oh. Uh, Google it, Bob. You'll find Clark it. Howard is good, though. Lisa likes Howard, him. Right, she would yeah. She would marry him if anything happened to me. <laughs> That's kind of an unsettling thought, isn't it? Yeah. Hold on. I just typed in get out of debt radio guy uh-huh. and see if that comes up. And it's Rush Limbaugh? No, Dave Ramsey. Of course okay. it came up. Oh, okay, Dave Ramsey. And, right. and by the way, he's he's a heavy-duty Christian. Yeah, which uh, cuts both ways for me, uh, yeah. but uh, but I uh, but brilliant Dave Ramsey. If you uh, if you and here's the thing, you can only get help. Zip and I know this from Twelve Steps. Mm-hmm. If you want it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want it, just continue to go out there and do more research. So, for example, I'm going to talk about one of our uh, listeners. His name is Hank. Hank is a, uh, he's my sugar-making partner for Maple Oh, I was going to say sugar daddy. I thought that's yeah. a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do all of that stuff in the Beavis and Butthead? Uh, <laughs> no. uh, did you say sugar daddy? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, Bungholio. I'm sorry. He, 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 we were setting up the maple syrup yesterday. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how fun it is to be on Robin Hood and buying and selling stocks. <sighs> and I thought, all right, dude, keep researching that. Yeah. And how did GameStop go up again yesterday? I well, don't here's the thing. That's what he was upset about. He okay. sold. He sold. It. He was like worried <laughs> because it went down to like eight dollars and he bought yeah. it for 50. Yeah. And then when it got back up to 52, he quickly sold it to recoup his losses. <laughs> and then it went up to 100 and so I know. And the reason is yeah. that Robin Hood is a casino for people who don't know anything about investing. And he knows that, by the way. I've told him that. He's like, yeah, I'm only spending money that I could afford to lose. Right. I'm like, well, that's cool. Keep researching. But it, <laughs> but the appeal is that he might have an up day yeah. and win 50 or 100 bucks. And here's the thing. That's more likely on Robinhood than it is buying lotto tickets. And so, <laughs> but not much, but well, no, I think it's a lot more likely because you yeah. see it happen every day with, with right. the lottery. You know, any mega bucks winners? No, actually. Of course. And, and I knew only, I knew of only one in all my years. And it was someone in my town in North Bend who won the lottery, big money. And I remember a year later, there was smoke coming out of the neighborhood and their house burned to the ground. Yeah, it never ends well with lottery winners. I don't know why. That yeah, is. so uh, I guess. But anyway, like I could tell him, look, you should listen to Dave Ramsey uh, because the only real way to generate wealth is the long-term, you know, careful, balanced planning and thinking. And and he's doing all that stuff too, by the way. I mean, he's, right. got a, he's doing excellent. So, but for him, playing with, you know, this essentially, I call it Russian roulette. Yeah, the house always wins. 
because the house always wins and the gun always wins. <laughs> I like the way you think, comrade. Yeah, if you play six times, if you play three times and you yeah. win, you you know it was a coin toss. If you play six times and you win, don't play a seventh time. But that's the way it goes. Okay, back yeah. to the Patreon people. Let's mm-hmm. see who else do we have. Uh, Nil- Nick Nelson. I'm not going to have time to get to too many today, but I do That's want okay. you guys to know. Well, you forwarded some of them, and I got to them. Yeah, sure. that if you write letters, uh, we read them, except for Zip. Zip is <laughs> very hard to reach. If I was on the email chain, it would make it a little easier. Right, I don't see him. Please. Uh, here are some thoughts for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear more <clears throat> Spike and Joe. Of course, he's from Seattle. Yeah. I like. I like this. I like Ed and Zip okay. <laughs> I'm underwhelmed. They're fine. They're fine. They're just fine. Yeah. When I can't get real uh, opiates, <laughs> when the methadone will do. <laughs> Any placebo in the dark. Yeah. Um, uh, but if I don't have a lot of time, I will skip forward to the Spike and Joe part. <laughs> oh boy. No, I mean, no, let's face it. They have a long history with those ah, guys. We're, and by the way, we're all friends. Yeah. Uh, what did he say? Oh, I think other guests are also fun. Um, he wants Andrew, me to get some other radio people on that he listens to from Seattle, which is actually, uh, I would love to. Yeah. The problem with that yeah. is, uh, I don't know. I don't think many of them can come on a podcast and be like free by th- contract yeah that would be like doing a zoom call without pants on these days because- uh, yeah see and I, I when i was on with morning show two morning shows here in detroit for like seven years i was allowed to do mitch album in the afternoon and i was allowed to do syndication yeah. and, through ucn and basically. when i was on in seattle i got permission to go mm-hmm. on dory monson's show hmm. uh and i got permission i think to be on a couple of other things but i had to ask and that's, but that's just, that's just good form, Bob. Yeah. yeah. I love the character voices. More of those, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, oh, and I had suggested. Squeeze me. Did I hear somebody <laughs> call? Yeah. <laughs> also, um, and this guy is really smart. He says, I love listening to the personal stories and experiences that everyone has. Yeah. And I think I've been mentioning that to people that, um, you know, we could talk about, what some dumb politician did or stories in the news, Uh, but they are so over uh, because there are hardly any reporters these days. Yes. What there are is like 20 stories every day and every single media outlet talks about the same 20 stories like ad nauseum. Oh, like, and here's the latest on Tiger Woods crash. Yeah. We're interviewing the paramedic who used an axe to get him out of his windshield I three saw days that this yeah. morning. Yeah, Jeez. three no, days first, later. Is there nothing? There's seven billion people in the goddamn world. Yeah. yeah, and first of all, it was not the jaws of life. No, it that wasn't. Was, that no. was fake news. They just pulled him through the windshield. Oh, I don't know how. That's a new thing with news, by the way. Yeah. Whatever you read in the first twelve hours is not true. Is people is. People fighting Con- for clicks conjecture, yeah. and not researched. It wasn't the jaws of life and frozen windmills didn't kill people in Texas. <laughs> That's a big one. Uh, isn't that the strange thing about the news, though? Really? Whatever comes out, yeah. and there's so few stories. I mean, this yeah. is seriously, there are very few stories in the news yeah. because much like hit radio before its downfall, 
the program directors have figured out if we play the same 20 news stories, the hits over and over every hour and 15 minutes, we'll get the most listeners. And then they have to like refresh the hit by, you know, Tiger has to crash his car again next week. <laughs> that was the basis of CNN, wasn't it? 24 hour news, the same, you know, highlighted yeah. story. Well, and that's the issue is 24 hour news cycle. These places have to fill. And, and the copious spots are testament to that. Ah, but so much time there isn't. Look. There is that much news, but it would be variety. It's just like the music thing. Uh, can't you? Do you have to play that same, um, you know, uh, uh, ACDC record? Can't you go play deeper? Play some Super Tramp, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to just hear Breakfast in America. I want to hear the whole. Th and that's when the way I was young. Sorry. <laughs> when you sing, I I, I listen. Mm -hmm. You're like that uh. investment firm. <laughs> EF Hutton, remember that? Yes, EF singing. <laughs> okay, that was the extent of your super trap. Uh, yeah, I, 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 no, it's Lizzie brought when me coffee. When I was young, I was See, life, life was so wonderful, wonderful okay. a miracle. Oh, it was beautiful, magical. Now the birds in the trees, they'd be singing so joyfully, oh, happily. Oh, that That's that awesome. Person. That's like, what if Tiny Tim was the lead singer of Super <laughs> Trap? What? <laughs> Would you call Super Tramp a prog rock act? Super Tramp was not, it was its own vibe. It was really amazing. And Roger Hodgson, up until the pandemic, still tours and pulls off the material incredibly. And I love it. Okay, so this guy says, I love listening to the personal stories and experiences that everyone has. In other words, the revealing stuff, like Ed is a narcoleptic who has a girlfriend <laughs> half his age at all times. How about a third? <laughs> a third of your age, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, but she turns 21 I understand in how that can happen. Yeah. But Ed, how, how do you do it? But how do you pull it off <laughs> over and over again without well, getting married? Well, it's, it's, it's how do you pull is the question. Just cut it short. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. The uh, Beavis and Butthead rule applies to that comment. Yeah. I'm so, no, it's, uh, I, I, I don't. It's, it's a mystery to me, Bob. Okay. So wait a minute. You had a girlfriend a couple of years ago. She uh, worked for a large coffee chain. I don't want to say, you know, yeah. which one, but it rhymes with Jarbucks. <laughs> <laughs> where you put Jar -Jar the tip in yeah. and uh and i thought wow that's cool he's got a girlfriend in her 20s and yeah. and then you guys broke up and i, I didn't i didn't pry uh yeah. and then i thought well maybe he'll get someone like paul mccartney maybe he'll get someone more <laughs> age appropriate that has both legs you know yes, would be nice yeah. oh. and uh but you didn't you have another and how did you meet this and how old is she uh, oddly enough at starbucks again at starbucks yeah i'm kidding yeah, and uh, she turns 21 in March. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bob and I are going to live vicariously through you. For well, that's you know, so I, strange. And, and people now, wonder why I play my personal life close to the vest. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's, now, it's, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, do you only do it in the dark? Because <laughs> I would only do it in the dark. With in it. the dark. <laughs> Please play that Billy Squire song. No, uh, so um, that's so strange. So you meet her in Starbucks and you strike up a conversation. Yeah, yeah, and it was 
she we just had so much in common. She's a musician. I'm not a musician. I, I pretend to be uh, zip. <laughs> oh, so. I can spank when I'm drunk. <laughs> it's only if there's a kit open and two sticks available, but it's not going to be good and it's not going to be pretty. Um, but I, I, I aspire. By the way, to be if a, you spank the snare, maybe that's what turned her on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Use the word spank. Right. With the, way, the way that she explains it to, to me, she uh, she had ba- very bad experiences with young men and will ah, not date okay. anyone under fifty. Right. And uh, Is that right. She, yeah, yeah. Have that's, you met uh, her father yet? I have not met him, but I do know all about him. I've spoken with him. He too is a mechanic, which is like scary because that's what you I. You have trained. spoken to him. He knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knows yeah, yeah. you exist and everything yeah, about. Yeah. It. And he's and, cool with it. Yeah, he's totally cool with it. Yeah. Um, and his her mother is disabled, and she has basically taken care of her mother all of her life. Mm-hmm. So she's, um, you know, I mean, the look is like uh, off the chain great, but she's really just a farm girl. Well, maybe because uh, of her mother, she's looking for someone to take care of in you, too. (laughs) No, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, that could be right. In a bad way. I mean that it sounds like she's very nurturing. She's absolutely nurturing. And And, and guys her age don't need nurturing. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) No, but they're just looking for two boobs a hold on a heartbeat if you know what i'm saying <laughs> pretty much uh, and and she she just doesn't cotton to that to use an ancient nice. expression that's good and, uh, yeah so and you guys well are... that certainly explains your narcolepsy <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's not you know it's not a, a narcoleptic he's exhausted <laughs> we'll talk about that another time i uh, I, I, I do want to mention that you and another good friend of mine yes who is the uh, bass player for the original band Heart. Right. And he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. His name is Steve Fossen. Yeah. He also, uh, when I first met him, was dating this gal. And I'm trying to think, of, I think she's half his age, so I think I have a beat. Yeah, I do. But she's yeah. a singer who sounds just like Ann Wilson. And they <sighs> built a band and they tour as Heart by Heart. And um, I heard them, and she does. Yeah, you she sent me perfect. tapes. Yes, yeah. but she did you her. know that they were an item? No, an item, and no. then he married her. Five. They just celebrated their five-year anniversary. Wow. Which wow. when you know, which is a huge chunk of her life. Yeah, yeah. Not so much of his. <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative, after all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he is. He and I have been talking, and he's going to come on the podcast next week. As a guest and talk about being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and, you know, rock and roll stories. It's but a great... Have you been? To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Twice. I, I just love it. I Zip. just go I, there. You and, know, I have not. That's actually, you know, something I really should I mean, I do. As commercial and as Disney-esque as it is, there's just portions of it that, that you know, if you've been in this game... You just and I looked in the Detroit Radio Fame and it, it, Radio Hall of Fame, and it was people that I had worked with, like Steve the Kid Costa, and I thought, what an accolade that is. And and you know Howard Stern does not care about any halls of fame of any variety, but that's Howard. The rest of us kind of kind of uh, we revere that sort of thing. I yeah, think. yeah. I um, you um, are, are have been up and, and I have lost. I've been a loser three times. <laughs> And the Radio Hall of Fame. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but to be nominated. By the way, I say that's okay, and you're not going to bust me, but I'm lying completely. I I would love to win, but I I don't care. You know, I mean, I'm not good enough, first off. 
That's not true. No, I'm That's not. That's absolutely not no, true. I suck. I'm, I'm not being a sycophant here. I'm not being obsequious. I just think I have worked with a lot of great radio talent. And Bob, I. Uh, Could you do all, me a favor? We're out of time. Would you write a letter? <laughs> first off, put your money where your mouth no, is and become I, a Patreon subscriber and send me eight dollars. <laughs> no, that's very. I, I agree with that. On that, you have a body of work that you yeah. should be very proud it's of. It's just prolific. Yeah. Thank you, porn stash zip and narcoleptic Ed. Yeah. I just am redacting that comment. <laughs> um, look who's nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year: Mary Ooh. J. Blige. Okay. Kate Bush. Wasn't a fan. Devo. Devo, okay. The Foo Fighters, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Go-Go's, kind yes. of fine. Yes. yes. Groundbreaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jay-Z, I get it. EOE. $70 million a year can't be wrong, Bob. Yeah. Um, Shaka Khan, I get it because we I, we yeah. in, we yeah, include yeah. diversity in the Rock and Roll I, Hall of no, Fame. No, but the diversity aside, yeah. she kills it, dude. Otherwise, it would be just a mullet fest. As they say. <laughs> <laughs> we need that's Nudstock has been replaced. Welcome yeah. to Mullet Fest. <laughs> also, now, do you even know this? Uh, uh, bonus points for anybody who knows who this is. Fila Cootie. No. Mm-mm. Zip. I no clue. Nope. Nope. Fila Cootie. Sounds like something. By the way, ad- that sounds Fila like something an adolescent Cootie. would do and then and then write about. <laughs> it's, it's a totally beavis about it. Did you feel a cootie? I felt a cootie. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read I, who so Fila Cootie is? Because yes, now please. I feel I actually feel bad about doing that. <laughs> because how bad is that name? Uh Fila Cootie, seriously. Um uh, it's actually a guy, thankfully. Yes. Uh, Fila Cootie's innovative music, revolutionary messages, and generational impact continue to represent the indomitable and evolving spirit of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Um, Multi-instrumentalist and Afrobeat pioneer, Fila Ankulapalo, Anakulapo Cootie, born Olufila Olusigan Oladotan Ransom Cootie, we shortened it to John Cougar Cootie. <laughs> you are such a liar. <laughs> That's brilliant, though. Um, I, by the way, I want to hear this guy now. We're going to play some of his music. He okay. fused music and politics to become a singular global revolutionary voice. Born in 1938 into a... Pl- so c- can I be the Fila Cootie of the Radio Hall of Fame? That's what uh, I want Perhaps. Uh, he was born in 1938, so this is posthumous. I believe. Let's see if he's, it is posthumous. He could be alive. He would be like, uh, I can't do the math. Oh, he would only be 88. Can I stick a quick uh, uh, comment in here? The travesty of musical justice of all time is the fact that Tower of Power, Tower of Power is not yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Well, I, Tower, and Fo- a Tower of Power owe it all to Fila Cootie. That's right. why. <laughs> <laughs> and ask yourself the question, Zip, what is hip and how does and by, it get him? And really? by the way, I'm totally in, into this nomination as a, as a learning experience because without African beats, 
there ain't no blues, there much no less rock, rock and roll, and roll no, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the musical tree is is vast. Yeah. It is the delta. The delta whole delta thing came from that. So he did pass away in 1997. So he's been uh, he's been immortal, as we say, for 24 years. Um, his innovative music, revolutionary message, and generational impact continue to represent the indomitable and evolving spirit of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to make a prediction, Zip. I think you're going to love Fila Cootie. All right. Let her rip. You know what I'm going to hate, though? The fact that he loves it? No. Is that when some listener who's really ticked off <laughs> emails me and goes, Bob, it's Fela Cootie. <laughs> <laughs> and don't we all bugger that? Because it's F-E-L-A, <laughs> so is that Fela? It's uh, Fela. Fela? Fela yeah. Cootie. Fela Kuti. I would say. <laughs> Fela Kuti. <laughs> well, that's why, that's when I called Jelaine Maxwell Jizlane. Remember that? That was wrong. You didn't mess up the Lord's I'm not Prayer. Good, I'm not good at uh, pronunciation. So, uh, Fela Kuti? Uh, en français, Fela Kuti. All right, I'm going to look that up. After you, sir. Uh, I'll, I'll look up pronunciation, guys. So, uh, here is a song. Uh, I'm not sure which one this is. You're going to love it. He's, uh, just think about these African beats. He's yeah. nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fela Kuti. Well, well, not two, but one talk, I get you. Not two, but one talk, I get you. If I deny you, you could simply punish me. Make if I punish me. Make you do my punish me. Make you let punish me. Make you do my punish me. I'll read down for book you. I see some myself in you. Welly, welly, you. Well, 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 welly, welly, you. Well, well. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, and Ooh. I just realized that Shaggy Too Dope is entirely derivative. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, you get any derivatives off of that, Zip? Uh, James Brown. No. Oh. Okay. Here's more. In a way. Fela Kuti. Here's another. James Brown. Get by the people, get by the hitman. <laughs> That's right. Good guy. <laughs> Guitar vamps are big time changes. So bands like the Staple Singers and Oh big time, yeah. Bang, da, da, dum, bang, and then they would go into their group. I know a place. Yeah. <laughs> and they would steal these Ain't groups. Nobody crying. <laughs> I met Mavis Staples, by the way, in Chicago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites. Oh, killer. So, uh, anyway, a, a tribute to the beats that are part of the foundation of rock and roll. Oh, and it and never gets the proper credit, by the way. Almost never. And s- you know. Yeah. Now, that, to me, makes up a little bit for, you know, Kate Bush. Yeah. Which, Kate Bush, I, I, not rock and roll, right? No, no. 
So part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just to get as broad an audience in as possible. And that's the, that's what I realized when I went there because yeah. they were marketing way below my demo because I'm you yeah. know this uh, middle aged guy and but they, they were going after acts that were just going to pull pull uh, numbers in the door. By the way, if you've ever been in a band, uh, as I if have. you've done this many times, uh, and I was in a few. Um, and, and they would have a showcase at a club or a night with like five or six bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would wonder why this terrible band got on the bill. Mm-hmm. And it was because they had lots of girlfriends. Yeah. And, and they, could pack the door. They, they would pack it. <laughs> like, in fact, at a club, it didn't matter if you were good. No. Did you have a following? If you could bring people in. And right. so uh, the Hall Lots of Fame. You know, has a little of that. Jay Z, butts, in the, butts yeah. in the seats. You know, Jay Z's worth a few bucks. You yeah. can bring a few people, and it's hip hop, yeah. which got its roots in rock and roll. You know what else yeah. has its roots in rock and roll? Everything. Thanks for leaving me room. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you the pregnant. Ed has a way to say, "I want the whole king size bed myself." I gotta learn. I'm no, still no, learning, okay. Bob. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's beautiful. Um, what else has its roots in rock and roll these days? In fact, the only good rock and roll being made, yeah, according to a very big guitar friend of mine, is country. Country is the new rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. It certainly and, and, is the new top 40 radio. And it is. Sure. And women love country music. I mean, I, I'm telling you, mm. the, I, you know, go to a karaoke night and get up and sing a country song. You, you're in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It used to be REO Speedwagon. I think it's a yeah. big upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Cronin just called line two. Yeah. He wants to talk to you about. All right. Um, so uh, oh, wow. let me mention a couple others real quickly. Tina sure. Turner, who yeah. absolutely oh, belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of yeah. Fame. Uh, Todd Rundgren, who mm-hmm. was snubbed last year, yeah, should not and, and they got him back. But don't, uh, Todd, don't take that to the bank, because I've been yeah. snubbed three times in a row. It happens. <laughs> Carol King, who is an incredible songwriter, a lock, not a great, vo- not a, a traditionally great vocalist, but a great stylist. Thank oh, you, yes. Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty, for saying yeah. that. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Shaka Khan. Yeah, who it, it, you know, good should lose to Tina Turner. Sorry, I feel for her though. Yes. Uh, who else? Uh, that's it. That's uh, the go. We mentioned the go. That's yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. When is it? Belinda Carlisle. Ooh. When do they announce the winners? By the way. That's a good question. Uh, hello, Google. When do they announce? Uh, inductees will be announced May 2021. Never mind. So there it is. So we got a, another couple of months after maple syrup is done. Alexa, when do they announce the winners of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations? Here's something I found on the web. According to FeeDailyBeast.com, the winners, usually five to seven of the nominees chosen by a panel of past inductees and industry experts, uh-huh. will be announced in December, and the 34th induction ceremony will be held next March. Hmm. Yeah, can't she just get to the point, please? Yeah, she's very, very lethargic. Bring, bring me my beer, Alexa. <laughs> You know, if we could just take Zumba or Roomba, whatever that vacuum is, and combine it with Alexa, Alexa, get me a joint, bring my bowl. Right. I'm going to salute another Patreon now. Okay. Sorry, I don't know that one. 
Was Alexa still listening? <laughs> yes. All right. Let you gotta get her. You gotta get a uh, an audio feed from Alexa. Yeah, she's I going to be that. our female co-host. <laughs> it's going to be for two reasons: one, she's free, and two, nobody else will come on the show. <laughs> the price is right. But uh, but we got to plug her her voice in. Okay. So uh, the next Patreon I want to salute is uh, Chuck Opperman. Okay. Uh, Chuck is a a longtime listener who uh, didn't know I was podcasting at all for like a year. And, and then when he found it, uh, he was like, it's so weird. Like I have a lot of friends who um, really, I don't think care about me at all unless I was doing a radio show for them. Yeah. No, <laughs> no cause it. like I I'm hearing it. from friends now, Hey, I like what you said the other day. And I'm like, wow. So, and, and in other words, we can't talk in person. Right. It has to be through this medium. Because this way, I don't have to say anything. It's just well, it's easy. like texting. You can ignore yeah. it if you want. Yeah, if you want. Anyway, he, uh, <laughs> Chuck uh, emailed me about our Alexa segment. Oh, are we in trouble? Uh, no. He was just laughing his ass off <laughs> because he actually knows Cortana. The lady that voices it? Yes. You're kidding Which, me. To you, Ed Kelly, big voice You're actor. You're kidding would me. Be, yes. Incredible. You are, is she single? <laughs> you, you would dump a 21-year-old for Cortana? No, Cortana is a, like, this, is, this gets into that weird freaky thing where yeah. uh, it, it is a real person, by the way. Yes, I know. Uh, Cortana, here's what he said to me. Bob, Cortana is not Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> She is voiced by Jen Taylor, a talented voice actor who played the character Cortana wow. on the very successful Halo game franchise, which Ed Kelly should know about. Yeah. So she's um, she's a gaming yeah. voice talent just like you are. Yeah. And wh who's the big famous game character you do? Uh, a game, uh, Parvos Granum I do. Yeah, Parvos Granum. Yeah. So we should have her on and Cortana and Parvos Granum could have a podcast wedding. Hello, Cortana. How are you? <laughs> Be great. Anyway, uh, I worked with her 15 years ago on text-to-speech projects. Got a huge laugh from your Hispanic-made quip. <laughs> it's probably she was also her. on KNDD, the N a, in Seattle. Oh, really? she was? Yeah, yeah she which was is an time. intercom. That makes sense. Thank you, Professor Google, for that information. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to uh, – we're, we're close to doing it today. Is there anything else uh, that either of you wanted to talk about? Hmm. Tower of Power needs to be in the Hall of Fame. That okay, is got all. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you, Grandpa. Listen, uh, uh, let me walk you <laughs> crazy to – Crazy uncles. <laughs> let me walk you to lunch. Uh, <laughs> old old Joe, make, make love, not war? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Shall we call it a day? Sure. It's a day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and by the way, part of why this is a little bit short is we're doing it early in the morning, and uh, Zip and I were invited to be on a radio show, and in order to do it, we had to get up at like six. Yeah. And um, last time I was up voluntarily at that hour was... <laughs> Voluntary. Well, if you're getting paid, it's not voluntary. No, right? I, I still get yeah. up for a morning show that doesn't exist a lot of days. Yeah. Uh, I hate getting up early in it. For those of you who have to, I just feel 
Hell terrible on. for you. It's an yeah. awful way to live, uh, says it's a never, guy who's retired. No, it's never normal. It isn't. No. I hate people who say, oh, I love getting up in the morning and get so much done. It's quiet. It's just me yeah. and a cup of coffee. And that's because yeah. you choose to get up. Yeah. You don't have to get up. You also choose not to be a drug addict and stay up <laughs> half the night. <laughs> choose those things. <laughs> Up with the sun is a good idea, though. Early to bed, early to rise. Yeah, it really yeah, that's a fantastic a idea. No, idea. Uh, anyway, I, I do feel uh, for the people who, you know, have to do that, have to get up that's, super early in the morning. And I, where are the milkmen now, Bob? By the way, uh, Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. um, did you watch the documentary? No, you know what? No. Okay. I'm not going to talk about his car crash because everybody's no, talking please, about it. Please don't because yeah. it's just overdone. Um, but... Um, he uh he's always had trouble sleeping too and mm. um i believe he mentioned that he had to take ambien to go to sleep a lot of people did and i was wondering ed do you ever taken that drug i did but i was sleep eating and sleep cooking not safe oh yeah not a safe thing mm. no they put me on yeah uh, you can't be uh, you can't be up gallivanting around when you're asleep because <laughs> no, you might I, forget I, to check id on the next can, girl you go out with <laughs> You know, but you know, I'm I'm kind, and if I cut her meat for her, she yeah. puts me safely back to bed. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And so seriously, you did that because I, yeah, I that um, weird sleepwalking thing is a big part of Ambien for a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, people drive. People have driven on it. Mm. Yeah, which is not good. No, and I, I and there's no recollection. I get up in the morning and there's all this delicious food prepared and ready and wrapped in the fridge, and I wow. go, "What the hell? How did this happen?" Which and also then, means you're not oh, getting quality sleep. No, you're not. And my sister did the same thing. My younger sister, like it runs in the family, practically mm. gallops this whole sleep uh, deprivation thing. Well, and, for anyone uh, who suffers uh, from sleep deprivation, um, you know, it, for some people, it works very well. Especially yeah. for the drug company that makes it. <laughs> yeah, um, I I uh, I have used it for many years, uh, yeah. not excessively. No, uh, just as kind of a booster shot. Yeah, you know when I get behind, and I thought when I was done doing morning radio that I would never need it again. Mm-hmm. But then Melissa would be like, "How come you didn't come to bed till four? And I because yeah. when my brain gets going. And so that's some of the most productive time, is it not? It is, actually, yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. 6 a.m. is the least productive. I'm sitting in the couch <laughs> waiting for my bowel movement. <laughs> TMI, Bob. What, you don't have bowel movement? Yes, I do, but I don't share it in a podcast. Well, it's better than saying how old I am, right? <laughs> Zip. Oh, See, I'm, I'm a pescatarian. I don't have these issues. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Man. Oh, that's right. You eat. You eat properly. American people uh, eat, eat terribly, terribly for oh our digestive yes. system. Yes. It's I, how? I, by the way, I said this the other day. I've totally turned off Joe. And there's things I could talk with. It's so, so weird. I feel like I'm in a um, um, self-help well, group. Well, I feel like I'm in a Mormon um, polygamy <laughs> marriage now. <laughs> Polygamy. Well, I have um, my radio wives, uh, Zip and Ed, and I have my radio wives, Spike and Joe. Yeah, but you slept with him first, and I'll and then never forget And we that. open this huge compound, and we all... Compound. I'm just going to give you guys a name. You're Tuesday, you're Wednesday, you're Thursday. Okay, Charlie. Anyway, 
Um, I feel so. I feel so used now, Zip. You? <laughs> well, we're like you know a, pi- a che- pill yeah, organizer yeah. for we're you. Chip, you know what? Pose is a, what we are. a banjo wants to feel used because <laughs> otherwise it would be just sitting there and not making and you, any music. And you can three finger pick me any yeah. day, Bob. All okay. right, let's fade to black. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, I feel, I know what you're saying, though. I do. All right. Uh, thank you again to our patrons. We really, really um, love you. It's not just appreciate you because, the, frankly, the money is we're still losing money. Yeah, but um, it's, it's validating. Web, you know, paying for all the web stuff, which is not a lot. And even the webmaster, I, like, I sent him something, and he was like, uh, "I was like, can you just tell me what it really cost you to do this, and I'll send you that." And he was like. Uh, you don't really want to know that. You don't want to know that. <laughs> That's a pal. No, seriously, he donates yeah. uh, to this project. And, um, God bless you know, him. What is I, his name, Bob? Can you share that? Uh, no. Dave Lee. I hope he doesn't mind. And his yeah. lovely wife, Nancy, who, if if she hasn't listened, maybe she'll listen for the really? name mention. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like seriously a, uh, well... If there was a Gandhi of podcasts. He's a geek. He's a total geek. He's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, So anyway, thank you to all of our folks. And uh, starting uh, next week, we're going to do another thing. Instead of just spotlighting Patreon members, uh, each week we're going to invite a Patreon member to come on the show and say hi if he wants to or or she wants to. Or, you know, whatever gender you identify with. It does not matter. They can be fluid. That's fine. To us. Mm -hmm. Right? We're all extremely... uh, woke i hate that term woke <laughs> yeah well wake up <laughs> you know why i hate it because it's wow. like it's like defund the police yeah that's it's like you're inviting that. people to taunt you yeah, it's, it's about it, because it, you haven't thought it through um <clears throat> to truly be woke mm-hmm. you would have to you know you would have to be able to look down on stephen hawking as not knowing what he's doing I know what I'm doing, Bob. Believe me, I am. No, you know what I mean. Always was. Wow. How many Are calls you... do you get for that voice? <laughs> Not many. Trust me. Zip. <laughs> trying to trying to think how often we should have Cortana, Stephen Hawking, and um, who's that game? Darth, Dark Vader, whoever the guy Darth is. Vader. Yeah. <laughs> A brief history of the universe would not include him. No, but I mean, to be woke is is isn't that an ultimate conceit? So you're like, um, I'm better than you are because can be I holy. I pretend to like black people and it I can, deny my inner tribalism. It can be um, holier than thou in tone. Yeah. It can, but I think Canada as a nation is far more quote woke unquote than a lot of countries. Yeah. So I view woke and full of yourself as the same phrase. Mm, Objection. I don't like the term woke. (laughs) Through the chair to the host. If you say you're woke, I'm going to say you just don't know what a hypocrite you are. Point point of order. Point of order. Decorum, please. Point of order. Through the chair. No, seriously. The sergeant at arms removed Mr. You guys wanted to get out of here, but you you, uh, pushed one of my hot buttons. So what, for example, does being woke mean to you, Ed Kelly? 
Um, I have uh, what I call my uptight white friends who will not even venture into Detroit because they don't go past eight mile because they consider it a war zone. Right. So and they're not woke because they're afraid of going into areas they're not familiar with. Well, they just haven't updated their act. And here's the other thing. When you get around, when you, when you hang out with my black friends, don't suddenly start talking about black topics. Don't bring up Motown. Don't say how much you loved Soul Train. You know, it's But isn't a, being woke like cutting, like cutting that all down into a marketing phrase? Uh, I, I am they, woke. They, it, it needs to be just uh, culturally aware or diverse or sensitive, I guess, would be a better Yeah, but as soon as you say it, yeah. like, it's, can, it, yeah, it's, you it, can it, it, strive it, it, to be woke, yeah. like, uh, one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, and and the pendulum has swung far too far the other way, and I, you know yeah. I'm the I'm the lone white guy other than the gay couple on my flo- floor. You're the lone and, white guy. Yeah. Ooh, I, I ooh, you know. might might have just gotten rid of narcoleptic got, Ed. Yes, narcoleptic Ed isn't as good as lone white guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no winning with you. You know yeah. that, right? <laughs> Every, everyone's like, a winner. I, I might as well just take crosshairs and okay. put them on my forehead. Uh, uh, well, we've. Uh, We've run out of time several times. Yes. Thank you very much to our Patreons. Starting uh, next week, we're going to invite uh, Patreons uh, to just come on the show and be uh, sort of like a phone call only. Mm -hmm. And by the way, in order to do this, Mm -hmm. all you have to have is is some sort of USB mic and headset. Now, you you could use... Yeah, don't use the crappy... Uh, earbuds because yeah, they bleed. The mic in the earbuds was made in Honduras for four tenths of a penny. How does he do that? <laughs> That's a trick I don't even know. Oh, oh. um, I, I actually put my hand in the symbol of an okay, and it comes up. And then I just talk okay. to it like that. Like so, that. <laughs> anyway, so and by the way, the best thing to do to be a guest on this show is a gaming headset oh yeah no so game because gamers are trying to score right while they're playing with people who are pretending to be female you know this yeah that, yeah. yeah and there's a lot and of actually uh, but a lot of them are on video now yeah so they can't catfish so anymore. they can't pretend but um <clears throat> anyway gamers th- there's like little headsets for pretty cheap 29 dollars 59 if you want to sound halfway decent and they have a microphone in the headset very good for zoom calls very good for anything if you have that email us you'll get on sooner yeah uh but anyway all you and then there's usb microphones which are super cheap but with the game set you may get a job as a time life operator (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh starting next week so uh that's it uh spike and joe uh join us on tuesday andrew rivers usually on thursday but this week uh since we recorded at six in the morning strangely andrew said i'll pass oh, and he's the highlight of the week that's a, that's just tragic we should have paid him well <laughs> the the deal is that andrew uh you know andrew has to work at yeah. night and he yeah. worked late last night and he's working uh, late tonight and but if he I, pulls pulls yeah. a partner he may be busy yeah well what i did is i said to him and he said could you please plug my comedy gig <sighs> and i said absolutely um can you send me a little clip and i will play the clip of you being funny 
And he didn't follow up. And we'll plug that he's at, hold on. The Hookie Lao. Chuckle Fest. <laughs> um, chuckle Bot. <laughs> here's the funny thing. I have to go to my own son's website to see where he is. We used to have an app to spy on his phone. Yeah. But now, oh, did you really? Yeah, now he has a website. No, we didn't do that. Okay, good. Uh, okay, uh, he is, what's today? Laughs Comedy Club. Wow. Uh, tonight L- and tomorrow night. L-A-F-F-S, correct? Oh, wait a minute. I take that back. Laughs okay. Comedy Club, Saturday the 27th. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Uh, and Tacoma air. Comedy Club, Sunday the 28th. He's also at the Chalet Theater in Enumclaw. He can sell out theaters in Seattle, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Very good. On March 6th. My new life motto is that two drinks is the new midnight. Right? <laughs> when I was growing up, my dad would always say, nothing good happens after midnight. <laughs> I'm sure we've all heard that lecture. You know? Nothing open but legs, hospitals, and ATMs. <laughs> Comedy skips a generation, I guess. I get it. Look, it's great dad advice. If you're withdrawing money from an ATM at one in the morning, it's not going to charity. You know what I mean? I don't know. Red Cross doesn't have a drop box. It's not even Puerto Rico time. They need it now. That hurricane looked bad. If you're withdrawing money at one in the morning for charity, that's the stripper's name. You know what I mean? So that's fine. <laughs> no judgment. I've bought plenty of textbooks. You know what I mean? Just, those girls got to go to school. But uh, for me, two drinks is the new minute because nothing good happens after two drinks for me. I'm a lightweight. I have two drinks. I'm like, I feel so sexy and successful. This is amazing. <laughs> And your drunk logic is like, if I feel this good after two drinks, imagine how I'd feel after 17. (laughs) The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Shit, 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 shit,
Because why you? Because the shit that's Because why you? Because the shit that's La la dip to do ya ya. Happy black power man. Me a be fella, happy black power man. I go bend my ash, I go sheet. I go come out away from the sheet. This shit could be the last way I go like to see. Not be so for some fools way I know. Not be so for some stupid people I know. Not be so for some fools way I know. Quench your soul. People will go like to quench your soul. Hey, and don't use your shit to put you for jail. Hey, and don't tell my shit to expensive hey, shit. My shit no exhibit. He must not lose you. Hey, and don't tell my shit to expensive shit. My shit no exhibit. He must not lose you. Hey, 